Welcome to the Mindset of a Man, your new favorite podcast all about men's health, physical, mental, and emotional. I'm your host, Chad Monk, and I made this podcast to start having the conversations you may not want to have, but you need to have. I've been in the fitness and health industry for a while now, and at this point, no topic is really off the table. Thank you for joining me today and get ready for today's episode. What's going on, fam? Welcome to another podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Mindset of a Man. Today, we're talking all about the fear of being alone right? So you may think to yourself right now, like, I don't really fear being alone, but I want to talk about this a little bit more in depth. I do have a really, really cool study that I'm going to be referencing in uh, this podcast that you may have heard of before, but I want to talk a little bit more about it. I want to talk a little bit more in depth about it because there's a lot going on when we think about being alone, right? So I used to be so afraid of being alone. I was so scared of being alone. I was so afraid of my own thoughts, Like my mind used to be in a really dark place and like I didn't know how to really combat it, right? So I was so afraid of being alone with my own thoughts because I didn't know what was going on in my head. My head was so filled with so much stuff that I didn't know what to really think. With so much anxious thoughts flooding in, it got scary in there. I'm not going to lie. I was scared of my own thoughts because I was like, I don't know what's happening here. I don't know how to combat it. I don't know how to really deal with these thoughts. I couldn't sit still for any period of time because being alone with my thoughts was dangerous to me. Being alone with my thoughts was scary to me. It didn't make me feel easy. It made me feel super unwell, to be completely honest, all right? So here's the study that I wanna reference today because it's super, super interesting. So there was a study done at the University of Virginia and for 15 minutes, only 15 minutes, you would just have to sit in a room by yourself, all right? So that was the whole study. So the whole study was sitting in this room by yourself for 15 minutes, okay? And the only thing in this room with you was a button that you could press to give yourself an electric shock, all right? So you had to sit in this room by yourself with just a button in front of you. And so this button's right in front of you and you're like, okay, if I press this button, it will electrocute me. So every participant before they entered the uh, actual study, they stated that they would rather pay money then get an electric shock, right? So they would rather pay money to get the discomfort of this electric shock. Now, you may be surprised with how the study actually went with that being said. 67% of men shocked themselves instead of sitting quietly and thinking. Instead of being alone with their own thoughts, instead of just taking time to daydream or ponder, 67% of men hit that button and shock themselves. 67% of men was, were too scared of being alone with their thoughts, so they shocked themselves instead of just sitting there by themselves alone. It was insane to think of. And like on the other side, only 25% of women shocked themselves. Now, is that weird to think about? 67% of men won't sit alone with their own thoughts, but only 25% of women won't sit alone with their own sh- thoughts, and they shocked themselves. So you'd think that 15 minutes of silence, 15 minutes of daydreaming, 15 minutes of just uh, contemplation or silence isn't very hard, right? But apparently it's way too long for most of us to handle. A lot of us cannot sit alone with our own thoughts or with our own minds and really just be alone for 15 minutes. And 15 minutes isn't like a very long time. 15 minutes doesn't take long to get through but we'd rather shock ourselves, cause ourselves physical harm or physical discomfort than be alone with our own thoughts. 
So like, why did these men shock themselves? Why did 67% of men in this study shock themselves instead of being alone with their own thoughts? Our mind is so focused on how to engage with the world. We've honestly lost our ability to be alone, sit and think, right? We've lost our ability to just be ourselves in a quiet place. But not only that, we are afraid to look inside ourselves and think about what's going on in our lives. I've asked a lot of my friends and a lot of my clients about meditation, right? A lot of like the t- conversations I do have are about meditation because I find meditation is a great tool. So I've asked a lot of my friends and clients about meditation and I always get the same answer, actually. I always have people saying the same things to me. Oh, that's not for me. You mean I have to just sit there and think? Yeah, I'm out. Oh, there's so many other things I could be doing better with my time. This is just not something that I want to do. This is not something that I can do myself. And it's like we're really afraid of our own subconscious. It's like we're afraid of our own thoughts, afraid of our own like internal beings, right? And like we think our subconscious is going to tell us all of the bad we've done in our life or all the bad that has happened to our life. We think our subconscious is going to tell us or talk to us about all the failure we've endured. We think our subconscious is going to remind us of all the trauma that we've been through. We think our subconscious is just going to keep withering away at the pain that we've dealt with and already uh, like been through. And this is also apparent in our relationships and our friendships, right? Some of us cannot fathom the thought of being alone. Some of us cannot fathom the thought of being just by ourselves or being single or being independent in our own life right now. They'll bounce from one relationship to the next just to get that feeling from the next relationship or the next friendship. Or they can't even spend a Friday night alone. If they're spending a Friday night alone by themselves, they are lost. They don't know what to do with their time. They're kind of like, okay, well, 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 now what? Now what do I do? Now who am I? Now what's going on? They lose identity when they are by themselves because they don't know how to act by themselves. Right? They constantly need to be in contact with that support network or else they don't know how to survive. They don't know how to really live their life. So I've learned to find comfort in being alone with my thoughts. And this was, this has been a long process, right? This wasn't something that had just like happened overnight. This wasn't just something that I was like, okay, cool. Now I'm cool being alone. Like I've learned to find comfort in being alone with my own thoughts. Like three years ago, if you asked me to meditate, Three years ago, if you asked me to sit in a dark room by myself for 15 minutes, I probably would have shocked myself, right? If you asked me three years ago to meditate, I probably would have told you to get fucked, (laughs) straight up. But now I meditate every single morning and most nights. I meditate most days twice a day because this is something that I've grown to love and grown to understand the importance of and the value of. So I started actually going one step further with this all and spending full nights alone. All right. So I spend full nights alone by myself and I call them self-exploration nights. So I call these nights self-exploration nights and I find them super interesting. All right. So I not only spend the whole night alone by myself, but I do something that most people think is crazy. I do something that scares most people that when I tell people about this, they're like, dude, you are insane. I don't know what's going on with you, but that this isn't normal. 
So I take psilocybin to induce more intense thinking patterns because I want to see how far my mind actually goes. I want to see what's actually in there. I want to go as deep down as possible and see what is really going on in my life. So I will take psilocybin and I will spend the whole night or the whole evening doing things that just make me think about my life, that make me contemplate my future, that make me plan a roadmap for success for going forward. So throughout the night, I might meditate, I'll play guitar, I'll sit in complete silence, I'll uh, sit in the dark alone because these are things that will make me induce more thoughts. This will make me go inside my mind and see the darkest, deepest corners of my mind and be like, hey, what is actually going on here, right? So yes, sometimes it is a little scary, sometimes it does get a little dark, uh, but it really helps me deal with day-to-day life a lot more and a lot better. Right. The anxiety, the anxiety that got brought up the first time that I did this, it was a lot. It was a lot to deal with. I won't lie, but it helped me deal with the anxiety and stress of normal life. It helped me understand that when I'm out in the world and something goes wrong, then I just need to focus on me, focus on my breath, focus on what's most important to me and focus on what I can do to go forward. Right. So you need to spend some more time by yourself. You need to explore your mind. You need to see what's going on there. Spend more time in deep contemplation. If you look at Buddhist monks or um, like different uh, gurus and stuff like that, like, and you see their calmness, you see how calm they are and how like reserved they are. It's because they've learned how to deal with their thoughts. It's because they've learned how to navigate their emotions. It's because they know how to focus on positivity inside versus the negativity that may be around them on the day-to-day life. So I want to challenge you today. I want to challenge you to to, to doing something that you don't normally do. If you don't meditate, if you have never meditated before, or if you still say that meditation is not for you, I want you to try it. I challenge you to try it. I empower you to try meditation. Start with like a short three-minute meditation and build from it. It doesn't have to be sitting alone in the dark for an hour long. Start small. See how your mind handles it and then understand it going forward. So start with a short three-minute meditation and then build on it. If you already meditate, make it longer. Try to see how long you can meditate for. See where your breaking point is. Push those boundaries of how far your limits are or how far you think you can go. Go for a hike or a walk with yourself without music and just enjoy the nature. Enjoy the thoughts that go through your head while you actually are out and around the world. All right. Explore who you truly are as a person and not just looking for external sources of making sure that you stay happy. Understand what is going on inside your mind so that you can make sure that you are going to be happy for the rest of your life and not just seeking out these external joys. So by spending more time with yourself, you'll understand who you are a lot more, who you are as a person, who you truly want to be in the future, right? You'll know how to combat negative thoughts and emotions and deal with your day-to-day life a lot better. You'll have the tools that you need to really make sure that you are living a happy, healthy life. You'll understand that our minds are not such scary places but they can be beautiful. There can be so much going on that can be absolutely amazing in our minds that we don't have to fear. 
You'll be able to find inner peace and not need external reinforcement for your life. All right. So when you actually are able to spend more time with yourself alone and not be afraid of it, there's so much more beauty that you can actually really just grasp and hold on to. So I challenge you this week, meditate a little bit more, spend some more time by yourself, go for that walk, go for that hike that you've been wanting to do by yourself and see how it is. Obviously don't go if there's like bears or anything like that by yourself. Um, really want to make sure that you're safe, <laughs> like in a physical way, but like mentally break those boundaries, see how far you can take it, see how you can challenge yourself and your mind to really expand your thought process. Right. So Meister Eckhart said stillness is where creativity and solutions are found. All right. So stillness is where creativity and solutions are found. This is such a beautiful quote because a lot of us don't understand stillness. We don't understand why we need to be sitting down and just enjoying the stillness of life. But we can build so much more in the stillness of our day to day life than all of the commotion on a day-to-day -day basis, right? So Mike, D Mike Ditka said, success is measured by your discipline and your inner peace. If you wanna be successful, if you wanna have the success that you're looking for, be disciplined for your path and also go through it with some inner peace. Make sure that you are peaceful in your movements, but disciplined with your actions. So fam, that is all I got for you today for the podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in and I'll talk to y'all later on. Peace out, much love. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode. If you liked it, please do me a favor, like, subscribe, and share it to a friend or to your story and tag me at Shadow Monk Fitness. Every one of these things really helps me out as a creator. Also, if you're interested in leveling up your life, nutrition, and fitness, send me a DM with the word discipline to learn more about how my coaching can improve your life.